Hey, we're going to do something a little bit different this morning. I want you to have a seat uh, in the presence of the Lord. I know some of you are just like, well, Chris, you are breaking in and breaking up our routine. And I, good, um, because I never want us to get into a routine to get us to get into something rote where we're just always doing the same thing all, all, again and again and again. And I don't want to just do things to change just for change's sake. I believe that God wants us this morning to, uh, to encounter him in a, in a different way. Are you ready for that? Yes. Can, you, can you adjust to that? Uh, I heard uh, Dr. Rutland say uh, a week ago or something, he said, uh, blessed are the flexible, for they won't be bent out of shape. So um, you guys be flexible here this morning. I, wanna, I just want to talk to you um, because we've been talking about encounter. We've been talking about encountering God, uh, through encountering Jesus. Remember us talking about that? We talked about encountering the Holy Spirit because we believe that the gifts of the Spirit are for today. They've not passed away. We believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We believe that, this, that the gifts of the Holy Spirit are in operation today where I don't, we're not a church that believes that, well, you know, they're going away. But we believe in signs and wonders and we believe that in miracles and we believe that God wants to do that here in our midst. Amen. He wants to use you to do that. He wants you to go out and be the church to the unchurched. That's the reason why we say that, not just to be saying it as a cliche. We believe that God's empowering you to do that. That's why we believe in the power and the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And then last week, I talked about encountering the Father. Do you know him as Father is what I asked you um, last, last Sunday. Do you know him as Father? That was my first question, and I had three subsequent questions, and that is, have you been shown the Father? Have you seen the Father? Uh, and then do you know that the Father sees you? So we've been talking about encountering God. Now, this morning, the reason why I shut uh, worship down for a little bit, because I want to talk about encountering God through worship. That's what I'm talking about this morning. I want to, I want to talk about how we encounter God through our time of worship. Now, here's what I want to say to you. Some of you have come from different backgrounds. Some of you come from different churches. Some of you come from different, other different churches. Wherever your church has, where you come from, you may worship differently. You may, you may, they, may, you may, they may have taught you how to worship, but I want to talk to you about when you come to Sojourn, what does it look like to worship God when you come here? What is worship? What does praise and worship look like when you come here? When you come through those doors? So that's why I, we're gonna. I'm gonna talk about that, and then we're gonna go back into worship. Okay? I'm gonna talk. I, it's, it's a little bit different, so I want you to adjust. Can you? Can you? Can your mind follow? This is why I know somebody. Some of you like tilt. Like it's not what we normally do. It's okay. Relax. It's all good. But we're gonna go back into worship because I don't want you to. I don't want you to ever think. Of, I, we, I want you to come to church. Going. I don't know what that black man gonna do today. I don't know what he gonna do. He crazy. I don't know what. I don't know where his mind's at. Well, I tell you this much. Uh, I'm in perfect peace because the Bible said He keeps me in perfect peace, whose mind. Is stayed on him. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for this day. I want to thank you, Lord, that we have the people that are here. They're supposed to be here. Those that are worshiping with us online or with us online. I'm praying, Lord, that they get, Lord, what it is, how, what it means to worship you, the spirit of God, through uh, how to encounter during worship and what we what we uh, need to be doing, what you called us to do. So, Lord, I thank you for that and we love and bless you in Jesus name. Amen. And so today, again, I'm breaking out of all norms this morning because I'm even, I only got two points today. I only got two points. You're like, I, I don't, you only you always have three. I know that's my cadence, but today I only have two because we are going to go back into worship. We're going to go back into it because I want to talk to you about what 
what it means. When you walk through these doors, we, we're not just talking about, uh, we know that worship is a life a lifestyle, right? When you work, it's worship to the Lord. As you're you're washing dishes, uh, you moms, and you and or you, it's worship to the Lord. Whatever it is, it is worship to the Lord. The Bible says, "Whatever you do, do with all your might, and do it as unto the Lord, and not unto." Not under man. We're not doing it for man. You're not coming in here uh, trying to please anybody else. And so help me tell you, in order to find out what worship is, I'm going to tell you some things that our time of worship is not. What it is not is a concert. We are not here trying, these guys are not up here trying to perform and put on a concert. Go to StubHub, go find out who's playing at the American Airlines Center, take a lighter, uh, with you and go to a concert at the, wherever they're having a concert. But when you come here to this service, it's not a concert. It is not a spectator sport. Don't, listen, don't hate, don't, don't, don't hate, don't spectate, participate. Amen. Uh, uh, I'm trying to, you are, this is not a time where you're just trying to find out what they, what people are doing. What's the worship team doing? What songs are they singing? And then one of the things that I want to talk to you about today, I'm going to say some things that I may hurt your feelings, but I'm going to say it anyway. And that is this. One of the things that has hurt the church world and has church hurt the body of Christ is this consumer mindset that the church has had. Here's what I mean by that. Well, they come in and they say, you know, um, they don't sing the songs that I like. Uh, they don't sing necessarily. When I come to church, you know, it's too cold. My wife is bundled up right now because she, she's freezing. Um, they keep it cold in here for me because I sweat when I'm up here, you know. And so, but they do. It's too cold. And I don't like when they play, the bass is too loud. And, the, and then you, and you, Daniel's like, I don't want to go to that church because they don't have what I like. I don't care. I don't care, and neither should you. You should come to a church where they're preaching the word of God, and they'll stand flat-footed on the platform and preach what God is saying and not be scared of what the culture is saying and not worried about what people think. But you need somebody that's going to come in here and stand flat-footed and say, Thus saith the Lord God Almighty, and whatever he says goes. Amen? So I don't care. Go to another church if you want. I, I'm serious. We're not going to be. We're not going to be. I'm not going to be uh, uh, captivated or or confined to what what you think because it's. And so that leads me to my first point. My first point. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for my first point? Are you? I want to hear you say you're ready for my first point. This is my first point. Worship is not about you. It's not. I hate to burst your bubble, but it's not about you whatsoever. And so whether or not they're singing your songs, whether or not they're singing offbeat, whether or not they come in and all the electricity comes and we don't have electricity. We got nothing going on. There's somebody up here with a jug blowing in it. And somebody else with a washboard and they're doing making a noise. Somebody else with a little triangle a deal that says supper time to me. I don't know what they call those things. It says supper time to me when they ring it. You know what I'm talking about? Whether they have that, it doesn't matter because God is always Worthy of our praises. He's always worthy. Do you understand what I'm saying? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So what if what if something comes and you just and it, but, yeah, but but you know it needs to sound good. It doesn't matter what it sounds like because I bet you that some of you don't may not sound as good. Can I can I say some of you know what I'm talking about? You know you come in so that I'm, I just want to cut off that consumer mindset in the name of Jesus. This morning that you would know that when you come in here, I'm going to get I'm going to get praise the Lord because he's worthy of all 
my praises. I don't care what kind of week you've had. I don't care what kind of day you've had. It doesn't matter where you've been and what's going on. He's still good. He's still worthy of all of our praise. He really is. And I know sometimes you don't feel like it. Anybody? I, and so I, I know how it is when you walk in. And so some of you guys are, and I'm the best at this because when I was younger, we had kids that were little. We'd be, I said this last week, we'd be fighting on the way to church. Vanessa and I would get in an argument on the way to church. And it's usually, uh, because she's here, it's usually something that I did. It's always something that I did. I'll go ahead and confess to you. It was something that I left in the floor or something I did. And just, so it would start an argument. But just like some of you, just would just had, had an argument. I'm doing the one, the one hand spanking back here. I'm driving and spanking kids at the same time. And I'm doing the one hand deal. But something happens when I walk to the door of Sojourn. I put on this the switch. Which flips and I go, hello, blessed are they that come into the house of the Lord. Are you, how you doing, brother? Oh, good. How's your week been? Woo! I'm blessed and highly favored of the Lord, and he is good. Thank you, Jeff. Praise the Lord. Uh, praise, pray. you get that Medea deal on you. Praise the Lord. He is good. Amen. And his mercy endures forever. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. And you know that you don't feel like worshiping, and then all of a sudden you come in and the music starts, and then there you are, and you don't feel like worshiping. That's why David told his soul to worship the Lord. Oh, my soul, worship. He would tell this, command his soul to worship, even if he didn't feel like it. Because there's something about when you, when your heart is committed to doing something, the body will line up with what the heart is committed to doing. Sometimes when you obey, when you obey, you realize that the heart is follow, follows after that. Amen? So that's why sometimes if you realize and you just turn the switch off, just be like, well, Lord, I've had a bad week. And you know sometimes it's like that. Like, I'm going to worship you, Lord. Okay, Lord, I'm just, I'm going to focus my attention on you. Lord, I just, I thank you for what, what you, I can't believe he did that. I can't believe she said that to me. Do you know what she said? Oh, wait a minute. I'm here to worship. I'm here to worship. You know your mind, anybody ever mind, ever wonders? You don't have to raise your hand, but wink at me. Come on, just wink at me a little bit. You know what I'm talking about. And so, therefore, that's why you got to just, oh, I'm, I'm coming into the house of the Lord. I believe that's why David said that. I was glad when they said unto me, I'm going to the house of the Lord. There's worship there. There's a, the presence of the Lord is there. The hills melt like wax in the presence of the Lord. That means that the problems and the issues that I have will melt like wax in the presence of the Lord as well. I'm going to worship the Lord. That's why I run into his presence with thanksgiving in my heart and enter his courts with praise because I'm abandoning all those things that happened this week and I've set my mind to worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords because he's worthy. Amen? So it's not about you. I, I, I want you to get that. I want you to say it's not about me. It's not, not, not at all. It's not, worship is not about, it's not about you. It's not about you at all. I remember um, a guy uh, that I was with, a friend of mine, we were at a worship service and the worship service was just going awful. What I mean by that is it, was, it really was bad. It was like nails on a chalkboard. It was like, man, it was like if, if it could be anything else. And I'm like, Lord, a mercy. What in the world is going on? And I look over at him, and there's tears running down his face. And he has tears running down his face. And I'm just like, how in the world are you worshiping to this? And this is what he said. He goes, he's always worthy. It doesn't matter what's going up on, on stage. I've set my mind to worship the king of kings. And the Lord of the Lord. No matter how I feel, I'm going to worship him. No matter what's going on in my life, 
I'm going to worship him. Going through a trial, I'm going to worship him. I'm going through a tribulation, I'm going to worship him. The chaos that's going on in my life, I'm going to worship him because he will keep me in perfect peace whose mind just stayed on him. I'm going to worship him, set my mind, my affections. He says this, set your affections on things that are above and not on the earth. Amen? This is what it looks like to worship, worship the Lord and worship him because he's worthy to be praised. Did you know that there's a, in the New King James, there's 132 verses, there's 132 um, verses that have to do with praise the Lord. And 81 of them are in Psalms. I'm not going to read all 81 of them, but I'm going to read some of them this morning. Psalms 9.1 says, I will praise you, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will tell of all your marvelous works. Psalms 9.11 says, sing praises to the Lord who dwells in Zion. Declare his deeds among the people. Here's another one. Psalms 18 and 3 says, I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. Anybody remember this song back in the day? I will call upon the Lord for he is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. The Lord liveth. You guys remember that song? Let me raise your hand. Come on. I'm going to say Back in the day, oh, I thought I told first service, I go, second service ain't going to remember these songs, but they do, remember that. And then, if you were really Pentecostal, you would do a round, right? The men would do it, so do it, and then the women would come in and do a round. And if you were really back in the day, they would be, I will call upon the, I will call upon, for he is worthy to, for he is worthy. And then you, uh, you know what I'm saying? Then you would just, you know, back in the day, if you really... If you really got back in, you got into it, you would be like, uh, what? Yeah, give it back to you. Oh, you're giving it back to me? Okay. And then, and so you would just round that off. You know what I'm saying? So you would do that. But you got, but you remember when we used to sing the word? We would sing the word of God. That's how I learned scriptures, singing the word of God. We got to get back to singing the word of God. And I'm saying, I'm just like, well, I'm not going to go back to singing the word of God. You see, that's what I want to tell you. If you think we're going to go back to singing songs that are all about me, um, you're wrong. This church isn't going to do that. Because it's <clears throat> not about you. <laughs> Some of these songs that we sing today were just like, I, this is, I mean, I'm just going to tell you, I'm, I'm, some of you going to be mad at me. This is how I fight my battles. I, I'm like, that's about me and my battles. I realize that some part of that is focusing on him. I'm like, look, the battle belongs to the Lord anyway. Uh, so I'm going to focus on the one who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that I could ask. Because they want to put my affection upon him. And so I'm not worried about So these songs that are about us, I'm sorry, we're not going to do them. You can do them in your prayer time, in your quiet time. You can do that. Here, we're going to focus our attention upon the Lord. Amen? That's what God's called us to do. That's what we're going to do. This is what you can expect because he's worthy. So therefore, these songs that we sing, here's what it says in Psalm 27, 6. And now my head shall be lifted up above the enemies around me. Therefore, I offer sacrifices we bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord. We remember we sing those songs because it, was, it, would, it would be like, I'm bringing a sacrifice of praise. Then we start singing song. Here I am to worship. Here I am to bow down. Here I am to say. And I'm just like, there you are. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there you are. Remember, it's not about you. But we bring the sacrifice. It's a sacrifice. That means that sometimes I don't feel like it, but it's a sacrifice. I'm going to bring it anyway. I don't care how I feel. I'm bringing the sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord. So my first point is, it's not about you. My second point is, it's all about him. It's all about him. You focus your attention on who he is. Psalms 34. 
and verse 4 says, Sing praise to the Lord, you saints of His, and give thanks at the remembrance of His holy name. And so that's what God, He's, he's called us to do. And so he called us to, to, to lift, I mean, just lift up a worship to him. And you guys know what I'm talking about. I'm going to ask you to raise your hand after, after this a little bit. How many of you have been in a place in your life where there's been some, some kind of a fight that's come against you, some kind of tribulation, some kind of, some kind of turmoil, something that's come against you, and all of a sudden you begin to set your mind at worship, and you set your mind on things that are above and not things on the earth. Then you think on those things, whatever are lovely, whatever sort of good report, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are all those things, and then he says, think on, dwell on, meditate on these things. How many times have you done that? Then all of a sudden, you realize that the atmosphere begins to change in the spirit. Anybody, raise your hand if you've ever experienced that. You begin to worship, because worship is a weapon. It's a weapon. It'll change, it'll turn the atmosphere. There's been, when I was working at Delta Airlines, and, and there was, you know, where it's supposed to be, come fly the friendly, you know, Scott, whatever it is that we, the motto was, it was not necessarily because the people that I work with, or Delta, Delta stands for don't ever leave the airport, or uh, it stood for don't expect luggage to arrive. I mean, we had all kinds of things uh, for Delta Airlines. And so working there, the atmosphere was bad. When I would get in a bend of those planes, stacking those bags, when I would begin to worship the Lord and be singing songs, they could hear me up. They would stomp, stop, stop that because it was sounding bad. But the truth is, is I didn't care because I was in an attitude and I was in an atmosphere and I was in a place that was surrounded with angels and, and I was surrounded because that, I was joining the worship service that was going on in heaven. Well, they look up and they see something in God they've never seen before and they have to go holy 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 is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come and they throw their crowns down they see something else and with one with one wing the seraphim they cover their face and they cover their body then they cover their feet and then one they flew and with another set they flew and they see something in God they never saw I join that worship service wherever I am because he's worthy of all of the praises I can muster and that's why we are, we are thermostats and not thermometers. We don't blend in with the atmosphere around us. We change the atmosphere when we worship the Lord. Even some of you that are watching right now, I feel the, I feel the presence of God in this room right now. Come here, come Holy Spirit. And so that's the reason why we worship. When we come here, it's not about us. It's not about you. It's all about him. Everything we do is all about him. So if you feel like it, doesn't matter if you feel like it. We're going to worship him. Things look dark, Pastor Chris. Doesn't matter. We're going to worship him because he's worthy to be praised. Let's look at Psalms 150. Here's what it says. Praise the Lord. Everybody say praise the Lord. Come on, say it like you mean it. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. It says praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heavens. Mighty heavens, praise him for his mighty deeds. Has he done great things for you? Yes. I'm going to ask you again. Has he done great things for you? Yes. Praise him and praise him in accordance to his excellent greatness. He is excellent and he has greatness. We ex he excels at ex being excellent. And he's great at his greatness. He is great. And the Lord is great and he's greatly to be praised. Praise him with the trumpet sound. Praise him with the lute and the harp. I had to look up what a lute was. I didn't know what a lute was. It was a little guitar. And when I looked it up, it said Lute Raleigh Honda. So I know that's not who I was looking at. And it said, praise him with the harp. And then it says this, praise him with the tambourine. Um, I said, praise him with the tambourine. Say 
right. Yeah. I had it. Get back right. Get back right. Yeah. I had it. Get back right. Get back right. Yeah. I had to get back right. Fell off. Lost my cool. Whoa, say. Bounce back. Got dirt on my shoes. Some of you may not have a tambourine. He is good with that tambourine. I've never seen him. He is so good with that tambourine. But if you don't have a tambourine, everybody, pretty much everybody I've seen, has feet. But then we need to praise him with the dance. I, I said praise him with the dance. Somebody up in here tonight needs a breakthrough. And you came here looking, expecting for something to happen. Pastors are helping this morning. <laughs> Good job, Kevo. That's Kevin. He says, praise him. Praise him not only with the tambourine, with the dance, but also he talks about praising him with the strings. We talk about praise. Here we go. Bring the funk. Bring that, bring that funk. Bring it with the string. Uh. <laughs> he talks about praising. And then when you get to a point, and I know how it is when you guys are here, so you don't have a tambourine, you don't have a lute, <laughs> you don't have a harp, you don't have any of those things, and you, but you want to get your praise on. You want to bust out in praise. You know what I'm talking about? You ever know what I'm talking about? You just want to bust out, and you want to get your praise on. You want to get your praise on like you never have before, and you don't have any of those things. All you got is a track. That's when you bust out. Some, we got some fun pastors. They are, they, they are, they are fun. I told them they were going to help me do this message this morning. Um, but, but, but you get to a point where you talks about in verse, uh, verse, uh, what is it, five or four, where it says, praise him with the strings and praise him with the pipe. So like, what are you talking about? An organ pipe? What are you talking about? Everybody in here has got a set of pipes. Do you? Everybody in here has a set of pipes. I'm, I'm, I say it again. Everybody in here has a set of pipes. Somebody's like, well, yeah, Pastor, Pastor Chris, my pipes don't sound like other people's pipes. It doesn't matter. There is a joyful noise to the Lord that you make, and the Lord wants you to make it. That's why I, I am very expressive. With, with well, I'm expressive to my wife. I love my wife. I love her, and I tell her. Now, let me just tell you, my wife is not like other people. What I mean by this, I'm going to clarify what I mean. Other, other ladies and the other women, they love candy. They love flowers. They love when you, get, when you give them words of encouragement. They love all these different things. My wife is different because when I say I love you, it means nothing. When I go, honey, you are the lily of the... She don't want to hear that. She don't want to hear that. What, what says love to her is when I take out the trash. When I take out the trash, it is all of a sudden I become the sexiest man alive. And I just, I'm going to tell you how I take out the trash now. 
I take out the trash, I lift it up like this. I lift it up out, you know what I'm saying? I lift up out of the, I lift up, I lift up the bag up out of the miry clay and I set it on the side and I do like this. And she go, Are you taking that trash out? I go, Yes, ma'am, I'm taking that trash out. I'm taking that trash out. Look at them, look at them biceps right there as I take that trash. Woo, boy, you taking that trash out? I go, Yes, ma'am, I'm taking it out. And you know what else? Everybody else loved this. All the other women, they love the sound of I love you. Oh, you're so beautiful. You're so gorgeous. My wife loves the sound of the vacuum cleaner. When I turn that thing on, all of a sudden, when, she, when I turn that vacuum cleaner on, all of a sudden she goes, are you turning on the vacuum cleaner? I say, yes, ma'am. I'm turning on the vacuum cleaner. I'm turning it on. And then she goes, and everybody else wants to write out love letters. When, I see, when she sees the vacuum tracks in the carpet, it means, oh, I turn into somebody else. I'm just telling you what, she's like, that's my man. I go. I'm your man? She goes, you my man with that vacuum cleaner. Oh, boy, you better go on with your bad self. And I just be like, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm vacuuming. I'm trying to get my love on because I'm trying to express to my woman that I love her, right? You know what I'm saying? There is nothing wrong with you expressing to the king of kings and the lord of lords and the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last, that you love him and that you want to express your worship to him. There's nothing wrong with that. Amen? And so some of you, whatever it looks like, it may be different. And so therefore, some of you, everybody in here got a set of pipes. Sometimes you get to a point where you, where you just, you just want to break out in song and sing, and sing a song. Lord, you are good and your mercy endure forever. Lord, you are good, no. Lord, you are good and your mercy endure forever. Lord, you are good. So, any, anybody ever get to a point where you just want to bust out in song? How many of you ever woke up with a song in your spirit? A song in your heart, a song that God wants to just to bring out in your spirit. We just worship the Lord. I want you to get to a place where you just we worship the Lord. When you come here and we break out in song, because it says, let everything that has breath. I'm gonna say that again because there were some of you half asleep and didn't get that. It says, let everything that has breath. <laughs> 